the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. That's the only good thing we could say about today. Day. Yeah, you know what else I can say good about today? As I'm watching with the sound off, a little coverage of the, today's installation. I'm not referring to it as inauguration. We got some background. I don't know who the dude is at the microphone singing, but we got some background vocals. We got some backup singers doing some really good synchronized moves. Synchronized moves. Okay. That's the, that's the only thing good I've seen so far today is, oh yeah, <clears throat> we got much to talk about. And I want to, uh, to open the phones up to you guys. If you want to call in, tell me whatever's on your mind, because let me tell you, I'm going to speak mine today because I don't have anybody. Thank goodness that I work here at Salem that allows me to be my most conservative self. I have nobody here on this station censoring me. I have nobody here at Salem telling me that I have to act like what happened today was something we should be, you know, cheering about. I did multiple TV interviews today. I'm not going to tell you the networks. And I was, and I was disappointed with some of the, what I'm hearing and seeing from conservatives today. Some of them in media clearly influenced by something. Whether it's fear of um, being canceled, whether it's fear of losing advertisers, whether it's fear of um, lawsuits maybe, but I'm seeing a complete cowering of people, big names that used to be some of the strongest voices for conservatism. This is not something to be celebrated. If you believe, as the state legislatures did in Pennsylvania, as the state legislators did in Georgia, as the state legislatures did in Arizona, beg Mike Pence to send back the electoral votes because they had to, they had credible thousands of affidavits sworn affidavits thousands of pieces of evidence that they needed to sift through before the certification was done if you believe them in any way and think there was any credibility there then how can you see today as an example of the greatness of greatness of america i don't but if you think i'm wrong Give us a call here, 888-344-1170. I am Andrea K. Dynamite and Address. And I will continue to bust through the hype and the hyperbole and the hypocrisy every night going forward with my truth. We, but here's, here's the thing. If you're going to call in, don't go yelling at my man here, okay? If you disagree with me, we're okay with disagreements. But be nice to my, my man here because he, uh, my man who I'm about to bring in here, he does a great job working with me. He's my partner. He's my right hand. And, you know, we're, we want to put you on air. But a lot of people, you know, 
you know, think that the person answering the phone is just, you know, it, people people act like they're behind a keyboard when they're actually talking to a human being. Of course, I'm referring to my man, DJ Potato Skins. I think they might have left DJ, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Off the manifesto, but it'll be back. Winning, winning, winning. And it was very, I, I loved both of Trump's speeches, Andrea, the last couple of days. And you can definitely tell that he it means what he says, that he has a heart for America and what he has done and what he still wants to do. He's not done with trying to make this country better. And no matter what that looks like in the future. Shame on the entire Republican Party who should have been at his... Every one of them. Every one of them should have been there. There's absolutely no excuse why they were not there to see. If you're going to be sitting there as any Republican official today, acting as though we've now got, like I saw the statement from Daryl Issa that was emailed me today, we need to support Biden. I've known him a long time. It's time now for us to unify around him. Unify around him? Even if you're willing to go, oh, bygones on the years in which you flew around on Air Force Two or whatever it was to get deals for your crackhead son who impregnated a stripper while he had while he was cheating on his dead brother's widow. Even if you think any of that's okay, be bygones. If that's your mindset, then why wasn't that bygones? Why wasn't that same treatment afforded to my president who spent the last four years? Who gave up, unlike all the rest of y'all, he is not a career politician. This is a man who gave up billions of dollars to go to D.C. to fight for this country. And he did to his last moment. And you didn't give him that respect? And you want to criticize him for the fact that he didn't go to the inauguration? I was asked this morning about what I thought about the fact that he didn't go. I said, well, you know what? President Trump is leaving D.C., in the same way he came in, he is leaving D.C. an outsider, which is exactly why he was elected. And that's why they hate him. That's why they weren't there today. That's why they were glad to see him go, because he was an outsider who came in, who exposed them all for who they are. I think it was very telling that Mike Pence wouldn't show up for Trump, but he would show up for Joe Biden. Says everything. Says absolutely everything. My friend Doc Porbin uh, posted on Facebook today. He said, we were given a gift today. I'm paraphrasing. He said, we've been a gift. We've been given the world's greatest gift The ability to know who we can trust. And we need to use that gift wisely. Brian Maloney will be here in a little bit. We're going to talk about the debate that's raging. Third party President Trump supposedly is reportedly in discussions about wanting to launch a third party called the Patriot Party. We're going to continue to discuss that. But to to, to think that this man who spent four years working so hard for this country was not even given the respect of them showing up. Of course, you know why he didn't go to that inauguration. Every Republican and every Democrat knows that this was not a legitimate win here and you know how we know it was not a legitimate win even if you haven't been paying attention to all the fraud look at look at what was missing today for the first time in my life and i'm not a historian so maybe if you're a historian you can you can correct me but we had no participation of american citizens at the transfer of power today, a transfer of power that is supposed to represent us. Supposedly, 80 million people voted for Biden and Harris. And because about a handful of people, for whatever reason, decided to break some glass and get in and put their feet up on Pelosi's desk, none of those 80 million people could come to the Capitol. You were okay with them coming to the Capitol before, it, it, after seven months of Black Lives Matter and Antifa burning uh, you know, down uh, it, uh, the entire nation for seven months. But it was only until about 12 of them went into the Capitol and roamed around and took pictures and selfies. Amazing double standard. And it's because they knew 
the couple things about the optics of today. I think the optics was really important for President Trump to not go to that inauguration. He is not obligated to legitimize, to validate something that's illegitimate. You will not hear me refer to Biden as president of the United States. I, he is, if you could four years use the hashtag not my president about Trump, then I can use the hashtag not my president. And oh, by the way, if you can say that that uh, Michelle is your forever first lady, then Melania is my forever first lady. And she's a fabulous dresser. Yeah. A Vanity Fair today uh, to put on Instagram. Fashion has returned to D.C. <laughs> I'm not even going to waste my time talking about that get up Michelle Obama had on. But let me tell you something. Fashion did not return to D.C. today as some people were comparing Joe Biden's coat to, you know, their their sofa. You know, I, you know, I'm not a fashionista. They you know, whatever. You know, if you're you're free to think Michelle Obama looked fabulous today, but make no mistake about it. The most fashionable, the most beautiful ever, ever. In this country, the one who made Jackie O look like a clump of cat litter was who left D.C. today. Your post on Instagram today. I love that collage. It was fabulous. Thank you. I stole it from somebody else. I don't (laughs) don't have the ability to do collages. Um, But the optics were really important. I'm proud of President Trump that he left as an outsider and he didn't go and join the establishment that just spit in the faces of 75 million Americans that were denied that are now being declared domestic terrorists because we doubted the outcome of the election. Excuse me, where does it say in the Constitution that my right to assemble and my right of free speech stops at the point in which I question the outcome of an election? Heck, they were doing it in 2016. We, they, did, they did it in 2000. They did it in 2004. They've done it every time a Republican won. Hillary Clinton said it was patriotic to question. For, she's still questioning. She's still trotting out Russia. So the optics were important. God bless President Trump for going there. But let's get back to the other optics. That was, uh, today I was struck by the fact that President Trump spoke so beautifully last night in his farewell when he talked about the image. Remember, Pateskins, he talked about the image that sticks with him of his four years of any time he went somewhere in a motorcade. The streets were lined with Americans waving the flag. And he says that they weren't there to show support for him, but to show him their support and love of country. It was beautifully said. It was one of my favorite things in both speeches that he gave. Did he know that images and even videos from inside the motorcade would show streets lined with soldiers today? That sent a chill up my spine. If you are elected by 80 million people and you actually believe you're elected by 80 million people, you don't need to surround yourself with walls, barricades and soldiers lining the path. Because of 12 people that broke into the Capitol, if you were going to feel secure after seven months of terror being reigned by Black Lives Matter and Antifa, you could have still had still had American citizens just erect a barrier. They kept them away from you, right? It's because they knew. It's a couple things that were important with the optics. They knew they couldn't get more than a baker's dozen to show up at this inauguration. It's a way to save face. Because remember all that was done with President Trump when he showed the crowds and, and Trump in his inauguration? I do remember that. Yeah, and, and people were like, oh, he didn't have that many people there. They were scared to death that about 120 people would show up. But it was also a show of force. It was a message to the American people. But one of the most important things, contrast this, on the day of, of, and I talked about this last night, on the day of Trump's inauguration, he said, today is the day that the government gets returned to the people. Then last night, he said, we are continuing the principle 
And we'll continue the principle that this nation exists to serve the people. The message today was today's the day that this government and this country is back under the rule of the establishment, which includes both parties. And you little peasants, you, you little peasants, y- y'all, you, you are to be sitting at home until we give you your marching orders and allow you to show up. And then, and it, and and also think about the optics and the message that it sends with the fact that we didn't like your behavior. We didn't like you. We didn't like your ex, the way you exercised your freedom of speech and protest. We're just going to shut down an entire city. We shut down, you know, the entire nation at will before. So now we can use any emergency that we want. To completely shut down business, shut down streets, lock people in their homes. Keep pushing that line just a little further. Yeah. See, they're now they're completely emboldened to set up a chaz anywhere they want. You know, just compl- there's your insurrection. They're, they've been completely emboldened by that. Another thing that was striking to me with the optics was why the Arlington ceremony? We know that they were purging the military, that the military is put through Loyalty test. Think about that for a moment. Is that what an elected president has to do? Or is that what a dictator does? Is that what, is that what the installation of a regime looks like? Yeah. So we know that they put the military through a vetting process. And here's something that struck me today. I was thinking, if they were concerned, if they had to put the military through a vetting process and route out anybody who's a Trump supporter, well, there were Republicans there. How come they made the cut? Because they passed the vetting because they're anti-Trump and never Trumpers, which included Mike Pence and a lot that of other Republicans. volumes to everybody that's a true conservative. Yeah. And then they go to this Arlington ceremony. This isn't Veterans Day. It's not Memorial Day. I've been to the Tomb of the Unknowns, which was called the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier when I was a kid. Incredibly, one of the most moving moments of my life as, as you know, um, it was the same trip my family and I went to West Point. And at one point I thought, oh, I'd love to go to a military academy. I was all into the military when I was a kid. And that is an incredibly moving place. But inauguration, why would you go there today? There's something really bizarre going on with the military and this administration. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, we're going to bring in Brian Maloney, get his perspective on it. We're going to talk about Joe Biden's first day in office. We've got to talk about um, renewed calls for um, deprogramming Trump supporters. One being suggested that it involve years and the Department of Homeland Security. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Today is installation day of Joe Biden being installed as the occupant in the White House. And I was just having a donkey day today. Just really not in a good mood. And I thought, who can I invite on tonight? Who Who's one of my go-tos that's just like, like, um, like comfort food, right? I mean, you, you have your, like your go-to comfort foods, right? When you, when you want to feel like comforted. Brian Maloney is like my fried chicken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that okay if I call oh, you, you know. my fried chicken? <laughs> you know what? That, you know, I needed to laugh like that today so <laughs> badly. And that is just, 
uh, you know, I've never been called someone's fried chicken before ever, <laughs> but I will treasure that for the rest of my life. Well, thank you. And I'm glad we could share a little laugh today. Um, but seriously, you, you and I share the same uh, concerns about what's going on. We're on the same page as to third party versus revitalized GOP. Um, I, I, before the break, I was talking about the optics of today and the message that's being sent. I am not there. There's a lot of people in media. You're also a media expert. And I don't know if you've noticed that some people I, I, that are hardcore conservatives like talking about, oh, you know what? Today just shows what makes America great compared to other nations. A peaceful transfer of power. Is there going to be fireworks tonight? And I'm thinking, are, is this the same woman that was a part of the Tea Party years ago in Missouri? Are you kidding me? I'm not going to sit right. here. And this is what Reagan warned about. We got, you know, we can't be sweeping crap under the rug and pretend that everything was no. kosher and cool. That that we we had a we got to fight for our freedoms, Brian Maloney. Well, the freedoms that are now gone. So to be, you know, seduced by some fireworks or something, um, you know, we can set off fireworks anywhere. To be seduced by the events of today, which were weird, to say the least, and I'm so grateful to those troops for turning their backs, uh, because I think legitimacy and respect are earned, and, and these two clowns uh, have, have neither. Wait, hold on a so, second. Did you say some military turned their backs? Oh, you haven't seen any of the video of that? It's it's on Twitter. No. Uh, no, as the motorcade passed, uh, you know, all there were were troops. There's no public presence. And and most of the guardsmen uh, had their backs turned to Biden <laughs> as he drove by. And I say 80, 80 to 90% did. Um, and I'm sure the media is trying to keep that suppressed, but... The bottom line, you know, as, as you've said, though, the bottom line is anyone who is suddenly talking about a peaceful transfer of power, you know, this is the transfer of power that occurred under duress. The United States is under, is in a state mm-hmm. of duress yes. right now. And just because it looked peaceful on the surface, there's no peace at all. And, you know, what I find fascinating is that Antifa is on a rampage today in Portland and Seattle in other cities. One of the most violent days for Antifa in a while now. Yeah. They overturned a car in Portland that had a, a mother and child in it. Well, um, last night, I think, yeah, last night, I think 19 um, were arrested in New York City for for violence. Well, that too, that, that too. So we have, so the idea, and I, I have heard this, well, some people voted for Biden because they thought that would stop the rioting and in the, in the looting in the cities and Antifa would stop it. You know, and Antifa's walking around side saying Biden doesn't change anything. They're, they're side saying we are ungovernable. Um, and oh, and in Portland, they set fire to the Democratic Party headquarters there. I mean, that's a, <laughs> and they smashed in the windows of the. De- they're saying this means nothing to us. Uh, so you know, if you voted for Biden, thinking there'd be peace, you were wrong. No, but no, and uh, but here's the thing: nobody's probably hearing that, but uh, tonight, anywhere but here, because we know that nobody's nobody's going to ask Jen Psaki about that at the press conference. There, you know, they. No. I think her first question she got today was, "What do you see your job here? Is it to, you know, <laughs> is it to, you know, share his agenda, or is it to make sure that there's transparency for the first time in four years and speak the truth? You know, it's re- it's it's right. you know no, they, they the push for censorship." is going to get even greater, which is why I think some of the the people today, conservatives, were, you know, just really cowering back down. So you got the combination of the propagandist in the left that we're we're looking at possible no co-level control of the message if we've got conservatives that are going to kowtow. 
Well, that's it, especially the Capitol Hill conservatives. To me, Washington, D.C. today was lost. I don't even consider it my capital city anymore, nor should anyone else. It is not a place we can reform, save, recover, uh, anything. And if conserv- so-called conservatives or Republicans want to get lost in that corruptness there, they can. Uh, that's their prerogative. But as America... To me, the capital today shifted to South Florida uh, as soon as Trump flew there. And I think that that's where red America, our half of the country, will look to for its leadership from here. This is an illegitimate government in Washington that's not ours, and it won't become ours. We have to stay strong because our politicians are useless, and our party is useless. And these people keep saying, oh, well, you know, we'll just... We'll get the rhinos out in the next primary. You know, it's like, no, no, you have no idea. You'll never get rid of those rhinos. You'll never get them out. Uh, and you'll spend two to four years trying, and, and then the country will be completely lost. Yeah, well, so what, what, to, yeah. well what will happen is, as I'm looking at Daryl Ice on a local news um, uh, broadcast who, um, you know, issued a statement today that we need. He's known Joe Biden a long time. He's a good guy. And we just need to we need to work. He's somebody that Daryl Issa yeah. can work with. And Mitch McConnell said this is somebody they can work with. Um, it yeah. just makes my blood boil because this man, uh, yeah. um, this Chinese, this communist, uh, Chinese communist CCP enabling, you know, crooked, corrupt grifter is, was only able to be installed because. It, well, let me let me put it to you this way. I said to somebody that I used to invite on the show on a regular basis today, she is an RNC committee woman here in the state of California. She actually tweeted out today. Today is the GOPE talking points. Uh, today's what happened today is brought to you by Q, which is Q, the QAnon was, you know, um, it was a thing that a lot of people got caught up in. I said for years that it wasn't that I didn't believe in it, but it had right. nothing to do with why Joe Biden got installed today in no, D.C. That no, is the Republican no. Party given the middle finger once again refusing to accept responsibility for the fact that they ignored election fraud they ignored the fact that for four years the deep state was weaponized against an innocent man in an attempt to overthrow his free and fair election that they ignored everything that's going on with black lives matter and antifa and allowed them to terrorize this country and then responded with gee we've got to give them some juneteenth day you know i could go on and on and on with a list of republican failures and it just we're not going to ever take this country back by sticking with the Republican Party. No, we're not. And the thing is, so they can work with Biden. So they're going to work with Biden when D.C. statehood is on, you know, is, is on Biden's desk and Puerto Rico statehood, which gives him four more Democrat senators forever. We will never retake power. So they are setting up a system where it will be single party Democrat rule forever. And that's why I'm saying Washington's no longer our capital no. because we will never have the opportunity to share in power there again, ever. We are permanently finished. Uh, and so, you know, is McConnell going to sit there and watch? And, you know, remember, I was on the ground in Georgia during those two Senate runoff campaigns. They were run from Washington. They were run terribly by McConnell's people. Uh, and then when they lost both, they turned around and blamed Trump for both losses. Trump's the only one that actually went in and campaigned for either one of them, and they were disloyal uh, rhinos, both of them. They, they turned and stabbed Trump in the back yep. right afterward. 
Yeah. Yeah. The entire Republican. How can you if you are legitimately a conservative and a MAGA about put America first, make America great again supporter? How can you continue to even consider supporting the party that is encouraging you to be labeled as a domestic terrorist with the Democrats and the Democrats are serious when they're talking about the means of persecution, when they're talking about wanting to deep us to be deprogrammed and to be identified by by their citizen army and to have our names handed over to the government for deprogramming. How can you, you know, you, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah. And the list is, is growing longer of all the different groups that they want. You know, on MSNBC today, I think it was John Brett or whatever. He, he included libertarians on the list of domestic terrorists, libertarians. Yeah. Uh, so it's not just QAnon anymore. It's not just conservatives, Republicans, uh, whatever, supremacists or whatever. We're all supremacists apparently. Uh, but it's now libertarian. So every day another group will be added to the list until half the country will be on a no-fly list. You're going to have 125, 150 million people on no-fly lists. That's our future. And you know what? The Republican Party is happy about that. They started with, yeah. I didn't know what it extended to libertarians. Yesterday, Jack Posobiec reported that, you know, he's a former intel officer and he, his sources were telling him that the groups that they were looking at was anybody associated with the NRA. Anybody from Turning Point USA, and that's a, yeah, Charlie Kirk. Y'all yeah. listen, stay tuned. He's on at seven after me every night. That group is critical to them because that is the counter at our universities against the indoctrination of right, Marxism. Right. So they got to go after anybody associated with Turning Point USA. This is incredibly frightening times, and the Republican Party is willing to sell you out and throw you to these wolves because they're all in on it together. And I want to get into a couple little specifics. Maybe we'll take a break. Can I hold you over? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Y'all stay tuned. Come on. I know we've had some callers call in. One says he he's oh he says he's going to call back. He says he's done with politics and hope hopes the Biden administration fails. That's one comment. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Brian Maloney's going to stick with us from Red Nation Rising and stop the scalpings. And your calls. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Brian Maloney stuck around for me. And uh, but before we bring him back in, we're gonna go to the phones because Mike has called in and he wants to wait. He says he's done with politics after uh Biden. Um I think we all could use a break, but I hope we stay in it. Hey Mike, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey Andrea, how are you? Uh, you and I have talked before. Yeah. I'm a big fan of yours. I, I appreciate what you've done uh all this time. Now um, uh, let me ask uh, one thing quick. I heard, I watched the inauguration, this phony, uh, this phony inauguration. I heard words spoken, yet nothing was said. Um, and, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much the tally of the next four years is what's going to happen. Other than executive orders and, uh, ramming through, um, a complete undoing, uh, of everything Trump has done or the attempt to, uh, with with neo-Marxist uh, intersectional identity SJW woke ideology that we're going to be permeated with, I think for the rest of our lives. There's really no motivation now at this point for me as an individual and as a conservative. Now I'll remain a conservative, and I will exercise those principles of conservatism um, uh, on a personal level as a function of principle 
and as a function of my own you know personal way of life mm-hmm. however to the larger extent of my of the overall sphere of my influence politically i'm done the republican party has shown that they have absolutely no will and no spine to actually promote or forward any of the any of the quote unquote republican or the conservative ideals that we espouse and support them with um, uh, Ronan McDaniel has been absolutely MIA, or in, in, in you know uh, uh, the RNC chair has been completely mm-hmm. MIA. Not a word said, nothing said. Her uncle, her uncle Mitt was probably. I guarantee you, those two probably colluded together to remain silent and allow allow the utter and complete backstabbing of this entire process of this election being stolen uh, from Trump to happen. The, the, my third point is is that is uh, my third point is is that. Uh, the, the election was a fraud. It was perpetrated as a fake, uh, as a fraud, as a stolen election by Democrats. They've been working on it for four years. This was a completely, um, uh, um, uh, this was totally uh, coordinated for the last four years on how they were going to get Trump. Uh, the, my fourth point, nobody involved in the Russian collusion coup on the, from the Democrat Party, who was involved in utter and complete baseless lies, has ever been has ever been uh, uh, um, indicted, mm-hmm. tried, uh, convicted, or sent to jail. Uh, William Barr was a complete was a complete uh, a flop. Uh, Durham is a complete flop. Uh, that uh, the, the first Attorney General, I forget his name because Sessions. honestly, I want to forget that even Jeff yeah, that I even want to forget he existed. Jeff Sessions was a complete buffoon. Uh, total, uh, you know, he started this entire process mm-hmm. with his complete weak kneed noodled, noodle spined uh, activity. All this does, all this, all this has done is show me that my republic, that I knew it, is finished. You, all conservatives can do now at this point is nothing but defensive action. Even if we won in a midterm in the Senate or in the uh, uh, or in the House, all you're going to end up doing is defensive action all the time. That's all we've been playing for decades against uh, uh, a radical Marxist who infiltrated this government, uh, academia from top to bottom, uh, and in media, and have and, and this is their moment. So now they are actually doing. Uh, basically what I would call reverse McCarthyism uh, and in effect to blackball anybody who speaks out against them. Uh, and, and, and that's what they're engaging in now. They're silencing opposition. They're doing all of this. So why? So what is the impetus for me to keep, to keep fighting this fight when I know that the writing is on the wall? That they okay, well, well okay, Mike, okay. Um, all four points were great, and I want to bring Brian Maloney in to, to answer the question. Basically, Mike is saying the Republican Party has allowed the Marxists to take over this country, and we're toast. What's the impetus? If they stole this election, and I'll, I'll add on, if they stole this election at this point, then then the the, the cake is baked. I mean, they're going to make this mail-in, this this ma- this machine that they put in place for 2020 is now going to be permanent. What is there any reason to fight, Brian Maloney? Well, there is, and that, that's why 100% of my effort and my time and energy from this point forward will be on two things, one of which is less controversial to your audience and one of which is slightly more. But first of all is we do have to have that new party that maybe we'll call the Patriot Party or whatever. It's not a third party. It is a replacement party for the GOP because 95% of the base or more is going to move to this party, the GOP we're, their base is gone. They don't have a constituency anymore. Everyone is disgusted. Very, very few people will stick with that party. That's number one. Number two is, from what your caller said, America is dead. I believe that America, that the way America that we knew died today at noon. I truly believe that. And I think 
what you do is if America has cancer, you cut away the cancerous portions, the blue portions, and the red portions succeed. And I know it's simple. People say, well, we can't do that. It'll be too hard or whatever. Well, the things that we're going to be doing from this point forward are going to be hard. You know, easy mm-hmm. solutions are not there. It might take years, but we have to do it. Yeah, we do. Um, my, so, thank you. Thank you. Andrea, am I still on? Yeah, you are. Quickly, because we've got to go, go to a break. Quickly, uh, Mr. Maloney, look, I'm sure you're a sincere man in what you in what you said in terms of the Patriot Party and, and what you believe that you're going to fight for. I really do believe that, and I hope you succeed in that regard. I hope uh, President Biden utterly fails, that this administration fails, but this country as we know it will no longer exist because they've shown that they can steal anything they want. They've lied, cheated, steal, stolen, and probably killed to get to, to get to where they need to be at this point. And there's no going back. Where do I go? I'm not going to go to the Patriot Party. What's the point? It's going to be another political party. And all it's going to do is, what, more, you know, it's going, to be, it's going to be more of the same. I'm going to be shunned and ostracized, called, called a racist, a bigot, a homophobe, a transphobe, uh, uh, and any other, and any other uh, epithet, uh, what, you know, white supremacists, I'm not even white. Okay. Well, we're not and bringing the rhinos with us well, to a new party. We're, we're not right. bringing them along. Right. Here's my point, Mike. Here, yeah. Here's my point, Mike. Here, here's how I see it. Um, there, uh, there's somebody in Wyoming that says that she's going to challenge Liz Cheney. There are the same people. Hear me out here for a moment because I tweeted this earlier and people got, people got confused on it. I said to all you people out there and good friends of mine, big names in conservative movement. Oh, third party just splits the vote. And I'm like, you're assuming. Well, it can't be two things. If the GO is fixable, then that means that there are there are a or should be if you believe the GOP is fixable, then there should be enough in there that actually care about MAGA, right? Otherwise, it, it can't be fixable. And so, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they go with us? If and if it, and if there's not enough within the GOP to make it fixable, then then you're just making my argument for me. So either way, I believe a third party can work. We take the Marjorie Taylor Greens from Georgia. We take Laura Bo- Bobart or whatever from Colorado. We take the ones that are about MAGA with us, and we leave the Daryl Isis. We leave the Mitch McConnells. We leave all the rhinos behind. Absolutely. And let me and let me tell you, when we take seven, and I don't want to hear Ross Perot anymore. I don't want to hear about how Bloomberg couldn't make it work. Yeah, they had billions of dollars, but they did not have 75 million Americans that had just been spit on and had our voices completely taken from us and have us labeled domestic terrorists. I actually believe, Mike, that there is a hope. But Brian, because this and this is the this is the time to finally take our country back. It has been decades in the making. Now is not the time to give up. I think that the answer. I I can. Andrea, look, I can I can accept I can accept a legitimate loss. Okay, and I have and I have before as a citizen who's voted in the past. I can accept a legitimate loss. This wasn't even remotely legitimate. I know it wasn't. This was yeah. This wasn't even legitimate. So I'm not speaking from a point of being a sore loser. Oh no, I get it. I get it. I'm I'm speaking from the point of being completely and utterly disaffected, disenfranchised, and my citizenship has now been reduced to nothing. What is the point of my vote, especially living in California? Okay, I, I plan on leaving the state probably as soon as I can. I don't know where I'm going to go. Probably Wyoming, my, my, Wyoming or my, Montana might look like better bets. If not, then then where? Where 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 can I find the? Well, you run out of places of to hide, the and that's States. why that's why the and red states have happen. to break away at this point. They have to break away, and we have to because because the creep. Okay, we can't talk over each other. Okay, finish, Brian. Okay, Brian, go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we, because every time I start talking about the replacement party or red states leaving, people say, oh, no, those things can't happen. Those things can't happen. And I say, why not? Why, well, yeah. Stop the defeatism. Texas lead the way. Texas is they're debating secession in their legislature already. They've already been considering it for a while. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing. I mean, we can either we can either uh, uh, either you can or you can't. It's up to you. Right. I mean, I at this point, we can either all give up and let the Marxists have it, in which case we can think about is there another country that we can move to or we can fight. And I and I intend to fight. And I believe that we now have. I think that Trump fulfilled um, an important role. And that is the complete exposure of everybody. We now know that there is no hope in revitalizing in the Republican Party. There is none. I don't want to hear, and I don't want to hear from anybody that a third party can't work because let me tell you, what has been proven to never work is changing the Republican Party from within. Do I need to remind everybody yep. what happened to the Tea Party candidate? Oh, well, primary. We, uh, we'll get two or three MAGA candidates here or there and then they'll be swallowed up and they'll be swatted away just like the oh. Tea Party candidates were, just like what happened to them. And how did they get swatted away? Because rhinos like John McCain went and worked with Lois Lerner at the IRS. Who was behind the IRS scandal? Republicans. That's who was behind it. And let me tell you, if we all leave en masse and we don't give them another dime and we all get on the phone to Ronna McDaniel, any of you who gave a dime to fight election fraud, she took in $200 million and spent four. And that was to a law firm that didn't do anything and and bailed on Trump. She needs Somebody should be on the phone with her all day long demanding their money back. If you gave money to fight the fraud to Ronna McDaniel, you should be demanding it back. Well, and that's it. And, you know, look, we were battling uh, Mitch McConnell. I was battling him in 1998 on the radio in Seattle when he wouldn't back our conservative Senate candidate against uh, Patty Murray. Uh, you know, we had this, this incredible uh, conservative running and he wouldn't give her a dime. Linda Smith, a congresswoman. At the, so that's how long we've been battling these same people that we can't get rid of. No. And we've got people saying, you know, we've got to get rid of the rhinos of the party. I've been trying for 20-something years. You'll never get rid of them. We're never getting rid of them. The machine is too deep. Um, you know, and, and it's too powerful. And the swamp just sucks them up. And we have an opportunity to get rid of them. And and it's with a third party. Um Mike is still, Mike is all fired up. I don't want, you know, it's tough, Brian. And, and then I'm going to have to let you go because we're almost out of time on the show. I get where people are coming from. You know, it seems hopeless. People it, are upset. People are upset and rightly so. And it seems hopeless because if you have been paying attention like Mike and you're as smart as Mike and you understand the end game by the, by the, you know, by, by the left and that these are communists. I did a segment with Don Jans last night about how this is communism with going on right now taking a, 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 or authoritarianism totalitarianism where they're literally taking an, a, a, a giving a purity test to the military um, and, and the oh, censorship yeah and what's going on in, in terms of silencing us their definition of unity as they're talking about today is uniformity of thought and of speech and of allegiance to the state and they mean it I get where Mike's coming from um, I, I and I get why people would feel completely defeated today and say it's done because we don't have any representation, except we do have in the form in the form of Trump. Right. Wrap us up now, in a minute. Yeah. Now, can I just mention that we've moved our STS group? We were we yes. had one hundred and twelve thousand people there. We were yanked off of Facebook last week without warning. Uh, but we have moved to MeWe.com, M-E-W-E, and our STS group is there. Just look us up. We've also moved to Gab.com, 
Um, we're moving to all the other new places too. So I hope people will still find us uh, there because we've been growing very, very quickly. We're hoping to get everybody back very fast, but we're not giving up for us one second. We're not giving yeah. up on it. We can't, we have children, we have lives. We can't just succumb to Marxism because we got frustrated. We have right. to fight back. Well, well, yeah, because at least in our lifetimes, we can maybe stop it from being getting, you know, was, have us turn into Venezuela. You know, there's at least there's moderation that we can bring to it. I've got a seven and a five year old niece. I will fight to my death to try to preserve mm-hmm. America for them. Uh, all right, Brian Maloney. Thank you, my fried chicken. My thank two, you. my two piece all white, extra spicy. <laughs> thank you for being here. God bless you. Have a good night. All right, thanks. Bye. All right, we're gonna take a, a break. We come back. We're gonna share with you um, what Biden did on his first day as the occupant of the White House after he was installed. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Listen, I know tensions are high. Passions are high. We've got to stay strong for the fight. Body, mind, and spirit. Do something that revitalizes your soul every day. Take care of your body. I take balance in nature. It has just done wonders for my health, and um, in which I got to keep strong physically. Go to balanceinnature.com. Use the discount code HEALTH. Free shipping, 35% off right now. It will change your life like it has done mine. Go into the phones real quick. I think Sandra from Costa Mesa is on the line. Hi, Sandra. Hi, um, I just want to leave you with the optic of President Trump getting off the plane when he was so tired, his tie's undone, he's humped over, he's just getting um, back from a rally and it's late at night, and that's love to me, because he loved us so much. I think I know the image you're talking about. He's on the lawn after he's been coming off of the helicopter, Air Force One, I don't think it's Air Force One, but I know the image you're talking about. This man left a lifestyle in which he was adored, never called racist ever in his history professionally, was got the NAACP award when he was in New York, made women, uh, you know, for the first time a, a part of the construction industry. He's done so much for New York City, loved this country, that he was willing to sacrifice his life out of love for country to come and fight for us and slept three hours a night out of love for country. He left D.C. today with the same love of country, with the same d- desire to fight for us, and we We all should be thankful today and thankful to God that he put Donald Trump in the White House at least for four years to to expose to us the truth about what's going on in our government. So we have we that we then as citizens can take responsibility going forward to fight for our country. I don't know that it's too late because only God knows that. And we know that that President Trump is a godly man. I've had his pastor Paul on the show many times. He's a man of faith. And, and um, I just I know that what, whatever's meant to happen is what the Lord wants to have happen. And in the meantime, I'm going to continue to fight alongside President Trump. And I believe a third party is the way to go. And thank you for calling in and sharing that optics with us, because I may I may have to make that my cover photo, because we need to be prepared to fight as hard for this country as President Trump fought for us. Anything you want to add to that, Potato Skins? 
No, uh, that was perfectly said. From the moment he walked down the escalator in 2016 until his farewell speech today, he gave it his all. And as as people that that love him and what he's done for this country, we need to stand by him and those principles every step of the way. Absolutely. Love you all. See you tomorrow night. (laughs) 